With winter coming, and all the health issues it brings, now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%, and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information and order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And today we're with Layla because it's our weekly Q&A with Layla answering your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And uh, I might uh, mention that before we get to questions, uh, we still have a campaign, banpfas.org. PFAS chemicals are the forever chemicals that are pervasive in our environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the FDA is kind of whiffing on their recommendations that we ban them and Certain of the traditional PFAS chemicals, of which there are really hundreds, uh, are now subject to limitations and bans. But the so-called short PFAS chemicals uh, are still being poured into our environment. And we need a more complete uh, prohibition on PFAS chemicals because they're going to stay uh, in our water, in our soil, and in our bodies yeah. uh, forever. And the only way to deal with that is, you know, you can try and detox all you want. You know, you can take uh, psilomerin and things mm-hmm. like that. But that's not going to protect us. We need to uh, enact public health measures to make sure that uh, we're not pouring these chemicals into our into our environment. Yep. Uh, so banpfas.org is the campaign. Check it out. All right. Back okay. to questions. We have one about... Uh, Homeopathic yes. vaccination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Judy. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I have a friend who's recommending a homeopathic flu defense protocol. This protocol includes five single unit doses of Influenzium 9C, which includes homeopathic doses of the three most common flu viruses, according to the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Is it a replacement of the flu vaccine? Okay, so this is homeopathy, and what homeopathy does is it takes uh, substances that are potentially harmful, and it dilutes them, and then it introduces them. Yeah. Now, in some ways, this is similar to vaccination, Yeah. right? Uh, because we take something from the COVID virus, mm-hmm. the spike protein, uh, or in this case, we take instructions for making spike protein, and we have the body make spike protein, and then the immune system develops a defense. That's the theory anyway. Uh, sometimes yeah. it goes kablooey. Uh, so uh, what, in effect, these homeopathic remedies are, are kind of like mini-vaccines. And they may or may not familiarize the body with the pathogen to the point where the body will recognize yeah. these things without giving you the flu, because we don't want to give you the flu, because that'll really get your immune system to react, and then you'll have immunity. We want to go under the radar 
you know, sort of give the information to your immune system so your immune system can know when the flu comes along, like, oh, we've seen this already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if these work. I don't think there's been extensive research on them. Mm -hmm. um, so I will be talking to a classical homeopath in January of 2024 of next year. I'm looking forward to that. And I and she's rigorously trained. Yeah. And she's from India, or her medical training is in India. She now uh -huh. practices here. And the training there is very rigorous. And she's also acquainted with all the scientific arguments pro and con homeopathy. Mm -hmm. uh, Western medicine says homeopathy is quackery. But there is a body of science that explains to us how uh, on an energetic level, homeopathy might work, even when on a material level, is very, 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 very tiny on amounts. On an energetic level, yeah. and that's going to be the future of a lot of... Yeah, but, you know, it's also, it's kind, of, it's kind of a cop-out to wave your arms and say, well, it works energetically. Well, you know... Okay, e e e okay. Because... It's it, almost like Splain, Lucy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. It's, it is, exactly. It's like... You know, what do you mean? It's yeah. like, if we can't explain it, but like energy. Yeah. yeah. You know, but we're going to hear, mm -hmm. I think, a uh, eloquent defense of homeopathy there. Uh, but I got to say, I think it's, you know, you pays you money and you takes your chances with these remedies. I don't think there's a downside to these remedies. Yeah. Uh, I just think, I'm not sure they're efficacious. Okay. Even the flu shot, which is basically, in some ways, homeopathic. It's like, you know, the most crude vaccines used to be ground up germs yeah. that they would kill or neutralize, and then they take, they dilute them, and they shoot them back into you. Mm. And your body would recognize them without getting sick. But your body does feel a little sick, because whenever you mount an immune response, you feel a little crappy. Have you ever seen on HBO the series John Adams? Okay, yes, I remember that. It's beautiful. Right. Abigail, Abigail Adams, mm -hmm. while John Adams was away... Uh, in Philadelphia, forming the new United States, of, among other his the his, Continental Congress, the Continental Congress, there Without was a small there was a smallpox epidemic. Yes, and Abigail decided, according to the series, mm -hmm. to vaccinate right. her children, which was very controversial, and it was very controversial. Mm -hmm. And they even said you could die, and you could this, and you yeah. could that, whatever. And they showed the kids being vaccinated, which. They would cut into the skin of the arm, mm -hmm. put like smear with a little spoon or a knife or an edge with something. Cowpox. S some of the cowpox. Yeah. And then add, do something else to it and then cover it up and you were done. But that's that was the crude the, form of vaccination. It was called variolation. Ah. And actually, it was also something that uh, Washington did with his troops hmm. because it, it could be that our ability to mount... Uh, a defense against the British after Valley Forge was because enough troops survived. I mean, there was a high mortality rate just overwintering in Valley Forge. The yeah. conditions were very harsh. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of disease. And he just did not want his entire military force wiped out. So he mm -hmm. said, you got to take this thing. Yeah. And there was a lot of it was like, no, nah, we're not. It's like, no, got to mm -hmm. do this wartime, you know. But there was a lot of uh, popular resistance against this. Look, And sure. I'm not saying that resistance to the COVID vaccine is unwarranted. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that the history of vaccination has been fraught with controversy, you know, from its inception. Right. And it's right. by no means settled science that mm -hmm. vaccines are without adverse consequences. True. It's just that 
for the most part, we've been able to uh, control a lot of very nasty diseases with vaccines. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. So the homeopathy thing, it doesn't sound dangerous, this homeopathic. No. But uh, it, but here's an interesting thing. Mm. Um, let's say you take a remedy called tuberculinum. Mm. Now, what's interesting about tuberculinum, and I've, I've studied homeopathy a little bit, so maybe I'm, you know, I hope I'm mostly accurate about this, but tuberculinum is not just used to protect you from tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. It's also used in other conditions. Mm. It is used in, I don't know, I, I think it might be used in conditions where people have respiratory problems. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, you know... It's kind of a fungi, is it? No, no, it's it's a it's mic... A, it's it's a, actually a... Uh, a, a um, Mm. Uh, a mycobacteria. Okay. Yeah, it's a bacteria, but it's like an mm -hmm. unusual type of bacteria. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll learn more about that. We have a comment here from Jean, Dr. Hoffman, who read your article regarding Peter Attia's podcast, and Jean says, I agree. I've listened to the Attia podcast, but rarely do so now. I'm clearly not a part of his tar target audience. It's not that I, I don't understand the material. I have a science background. But it seems the opposite of intelligent medicine. Use high-tech solutions, and if none are available, maybe some natural approaches to get the body to hear itself. So I've listened to your show on WOR and now the podcast and have to attribute some of my fitness to it. All the years taking vitamin D, magnesium, vitamin K, and all the other supplements you talked about since the WOR days has kept this petite 72-year-old with a zero calcium score and nothing worse than some osteopenia shown on a DEXA scan. I think pretty good immunity and the ability to walk six or seven miles over hilly terrain several days a week. Thank you for all the information you share. Well, that's great that's to hear. Nice. And in in fairness to Peter T, I did you know I wrote an article that I, a lot of people liked. Yeah. Because uh, I felt it was relatively balanced. There, and many of my listeners who are very uh, health oriented uh, find it valuable to listen to a variety of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I welcome a variety of perspectives. And while I don't agree with Peter T on a lot of things, I think he's very informative. And I think it is a question of emphasis. Yeah. I think his emphasis is on. Um, not just high-tech approaches, because he does embrace high-tech approaches and drug approaches and so on. Uh, but he also, he's a big uh, devotee of exercise. Mm -hmm. He places a lot of emphasis on sleep yeah. uh, and the importance of sleep, sunlight, you know, things like that. So, you know, he, he diet a little less because he confesses that he's, although he's very acquainted with literature about, you know, diet, I think it just frustrates him that it keeps changing and there's like no clear-cut answers. It doesn't appeal to his um, his desire for precision. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That if this is the problem, this yeah. is the answer. If, yeah. this is, yeah. if this is the condition, this is the solution. It requires a lot more, I think, critical thinking. I watched a recent YouTube where Jordan Peterson, the, yeah. the psychologist yes. out of Canada, interviewed... Peter Atiyah. Oh, was he did. Really, really interesting. Great. I actually want to send you the link. Send me the link. And it's what's interesting what was is the gist of that. Yeah. Uh, the gist of just talking about Peter Atiyah's way and yeah. how he approaches everything yeah. uh, along the lines of getting to know yeah. how he has come 
to his conclusions right. and his way of doing things. And what I found interesting, I and think... By, by the way, uh, Jordan yeah. Peterson, just from background, yeah. I don't know that much about him. Uh, he's uh, politically conservative, but he's also... He uh, attributes a big sea change in his health to embracing a kind of meat-based diet. You're you're getting you're yeah. getting ahead of me. You're oh, at, I'm sorry. at around the 50-minute mark. Yeah. yeah, he talks about how the carnivore diet yeah. has helped him immensely no, and no, helped not his Atiyah. not yeah. Atia. Yeah, no, no, no. Jordan Peterson. Peterson did right. Peterson. What was Atia's reaction to that? And he didn't have much reaction at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> and kind of pivoted and shifted yeah. a little bit right. to something he was more comfortable in. What mm. I right. But Jordan Peterson talks about himself. He talks about right. his daughter who suffers with some kind of autoimmune something or other who was helped big time. And you know, as a nutritionist, Dr. Hoffman, 80% of most things yeah. is attributed to the diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you so um, I, it's interesting that uh, another guy I listened to, uh, mm-hmm. who's Andrew Huberman, uh, had uh, Chris Palmer on mm. the show with a great interview, and I had interviewed Chris Palmer before. And Chris Palmer is of the belief that uh, he wrote the book Brain Energy, which I yes. recommend. And Chris Palmer is of the belief that you can really turn around a lot of uh, psychiatric conditions with a very low carb or keto diet. And so Huberman had him on, but I think this suggests a little bit of the orientation of Peter Atia that Peter Atia just perhaps didn't think that was rigorous enough. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a little too out there for him to embrace. Right. It's just right. not, but you know. Yeah, that's where he rolls. Yeah, that's where right. he rolls. That's where he rolls. Yeah. So it's, it's yep. all right. Yeah. Gene, thank you for that interesting comment. Okay. And more power to you uh, doing all those walks on those hilly, you know, six and seven mile jaunts that you go on. That's wonderful. Excellent. Okay. Um Good point, which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. And I just want to say a little, editorialize a little bit about our sponsors, is that um, I recall, you know, part of my career was on uh, radio. And when I was on radio and I worked for a radio station, I was an employee of a radio station. I was a member of, you know, AFTRA. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and like a union. And it was a job. And I got a salary. And... I was working for the radio station, and when I worked for the radio station, uh, they had a sales department, and the sales department would keep coming to me, and they say, "I got a great sponsor for you," and it would be like they, they, they give me the spiel, you know, like this is amazing, and I would see the hopefulness in their eyes, and then I would shoot it down. I'd say, "Look, I can't get behind this." I yeah. Can't get, and I got to tell you that I can't tell you the number of times where I was nearly fired from the radio station. Wow. Because, you know, they would... For having integrity. Well, no, for having... <laughs> I was getting in the way of commerce. Right. <laughs> and I got to say that, you know, when I listen to radio sometimes, I see the hosts there yeah. reading the most ridiculous ads yeah. with great enthusiasm. True. Because that's their job. Yeah. And they do it patriotically. I don't blame them because they feel it's part of their job description to sell... Yes. To, for, to, uh, so that the radio station... Can make money yeah. and continue to exist. Mm-hmm. So they they'll and read pay their salaries they'll read anything. Stuff. Sure, I could not in good conscience do that, but you know I had to bend a little bit. And some things that I was a little less, you know, enamored of, I'd say, okay, look, you know, I'll let this one go. Right. But I'm not. But not know, a fan of having yeah, to go that way. Yeah, but I, it 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 ate me up inside. Mm. I no longer work for a radio station, although mm. I do broadcast on a radio station, yeah. but I have complete independence in terms of selecting products. And 
I got to tell you, I turned down like 80% of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but so the things that you will hear on this show, I really do believe in. And I take. Yes. Uh, virtually everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and use. Yes. You know, like olive oil or something mm -hmm. like that or, mm -hmm. you know, Flava Naturals or, right. or, you know, the supplements that we talk about. Yep. Um, and uh, so that's why you're going to get. You know, just it's not just a mercenary commercial, so we can make money, so that we can stay on the on the airwaves. We're doing fine, thank you. Uh, but it's more important to uh, make recommendations that are salient, safe, yes. and effective for our listeners. Absolutely. So, with that being said, <laughs> here goes. <laughs> listen up. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature, and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30 percent off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection sleep gummies. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what make our intelligent medicine broadcasts uh, remain a free uh, resource for you. And now back to our questions. We have an email from Dan. I suddenly had difficulty speaking about three years ago. It progressively grew worse, and my GP sent me to a neurologist mm -hmm. who had me do an MRI and diagnosed me with progressive aphasia. Okay, so this is interesting. This There is a condition where the, well, the, the brain deteriorates, okay? So yeah. it'll deteriorate in different places, like it'll deteriorate in the part of the brain that may be associated with uh, movement, mm -hmm. or it may be, you know, where you get Parkinson's disease. It may deteriorate in the part of the brain which is associated with memory, and then you get dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. um, but aphasia is interesting because it seems to be in that part of the brain which is regionalized. It's called uh, Wernicke's center, which is, I think, the Broca. Broca's Broca. language. Okay. okay, you're right. You're right. Broca's Broca. language. Yes. No, you're, you're right, I think. Uh, Wernicke has something to do with it, but Broca. And, and that is in the left hemisphere, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You okay. know how I know that? Go ahead. My mother had a meningioma that was approaching okay. on Broca, right. and if she let it go, yeah. she was going to stop talking. So the way we, the, for our first understanding from that came from gunshot wound people who mm. survived. And they had a part of their brain, you know, that was shot out. Yeah. And they would have very interesting things. They would be fine in some respects, but they would not be able to... Uh, speak, for example, yeah. or they would have, you know, they have selective deficits because parts of the brain where functions were localized mm -hmm. were damaged or destroyed. So in this condition, he, he's writing 
And he wrote, did he, was it like a badly written letter? A lot of misspellings? Or no. Thing? So he's perfectly able of sitting down and at the keyboard and composing mm-hmm. a letter, but he can't speak. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Dan says, she sent me to speech therapy and it helped somewhat. Yeah. But I was wondering if I should be pursuing other treatments or just accept my speech limitations. Well, no, I, you, I think, uh, you know, A, you should, you know, always have some degree of, you know, resignation, mm-hmm. but not complete surrender. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some things that, <laughs> you know, help the brain and that we call it the brain protocol. For example, there's a new product that we're talking about. It's called Cinequel. Uh, it's from Thorne, and mm. I'm excited to talk about that. You'll hear more about it because they're a sponsor. Um, and it has a combination of ingredients that both work on the mitochondria to increase energy, where we know the brain is very energy dependent, uh, but also uh, may play a role in uh, dealing with neurodegenerative diseases, but specifically head trauma. Mm. And this is something that I'm going to start recommending. You know, in the cases of if you've got a kid playing soccer and they're heading the ball, Maybe you should give them that because there's actually wow. some evidence that those kids may suffer cognitive deficits later in life. Yeah. But not all of them. But there's some genetic predisposition to that. Yeah. Or yeah. if you play rugby or football. And, or football. And yeah. maybe hockey. And hockey. Well, you know, there's a hockey player who died. He was, oh. he, it was a horrible uh, video that I watched where somebody kind of almost like ninja kicked him in the throat. <gasps> and he left the ice wobbling on his skates but bleeding profusely with a trail of blood and he died kicked him in the throat with his skate with his oh god yeah yeah horrible kicking in the being hit in the throat is bad enough <gasps> that's like manslaughter i think that's, that's horrible. yeah so anyway uh so so Cinequel is is a product but mm-hmm. it has coenzyme q10 it has nicotinamide riboside i think mm-hmm. um it's got a combination of ingredients that can be helpful i think i gave you a sample of that product okay um so and then, you know, because you notice my deficits. There is a brain. Pro- <laughs> no, I said if you find the right candidate. Yeah, 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 you, yeah absolutely. You yeah. may see somebody. Yeah, that who was I'm a not joke, seeing. everybody. Yeah, right. I want yeah. you to up your game a little on these podcasts. Yeah. I notice you've been slipping a little bit. I stammer a lot. <laughs> so oh look, God. I mean, this is yeah. a, this is a tough condition. Yeah. And. You know, I don't uh, mean to say that this is uh, simple. No. Uh, I think that this is also the condition that Bruce Willis uh, has been suffering from. Oh, not a dementia? Well, but I think it's, with him, it's, it's more generalized dementia, but he mm-hmm. lost the ability to speak. Uh, oh. It, let's, let me just see if that was. Go ahead and, and read something else if you want. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Dan, and, and while we've got a question as well from Judy. I was listening to your podcast with Neil. Yeah, they, they, his yeah. diagnosis. It, it, they say that uh, because the symptoms began with difficulty speaking, Bruce Willis would be classified as having a type of uh, frontotemporal dementia. Okay. Which is frontotemporal, which means like in the front and to the side of the brain, called primary progressive aphasia. Oh. So okay. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Dan. We wish you best of luck going forward. But right. it, but in in Bruce Willis's case, it has actually progressed to more to more pervasive, um, you know, dementia. Mm-hmm. So it's not just confined. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible thing. All right. Judy sent us a question. I was listening to your podcast with Neil Levin this week on DNA methylation. 
My husband has one copy of the C677T mutation and one copy of the A1298C mutation, the MTHFR. So he's what's called mixed heterozygous. Yes. So he probably has about one quarter the ability to process folate mm -hmm. uh, and other methyl donors yeah. than uh, people who have the full set of copies. Yeah. His homocysteine is 11.5. Which would be part of that thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, by the way, that's not terrible. No, Because it's, it's considered normal, but I like to see homocysteine single digit. It's, yeah. I think the cutoff for a lot of people, although this is not very scientific, they just 15. arbitrarily said 14, under 15. Under 15, yeah. Yeah, but that's not good. No. I, I think we should get it, it should on be six under or 10. seven. Yeah. Six or seven would be and great. The, the, it, I think that's a Dale Bredesen thing, If too. you take methyl action, yes. the homocysteine will come down. Yeah. And it may take one twice daily or even two twice daily, mm -hmm. but... Check it out. And and that's what Judy is asking. Should he take that instead of the methyl CPG, which we also like, but this protocol well, oh, methyl I, I action. Pres I prescribe both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Methyl we do. CPG. Is, I do too. They're, they're both great. Yeah. And, so. yeah. and by the way, Judy, what I do personally is I will interchange oh, okay. from time to time. Really? Yeah. Between the two. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you ever have genetic screening? No. Okay. Yeah. And what's the reason you didn't have it? Because, mm. well, are you oh, concerned? Oh, I, I was concerned about what you're going to do with the rest of my spit. Thank you. And guess what? That's why I didn't do There's it. There's been so many episodes of hacking. 23andMe got hacked. Yes. Here's this really scary thing. Communist China has your DNA, people. Well, guess what? Guess what? You can go on the dark web mm. and you can get a complete listing of people who have Ashkenazic genes. Sister. Talk about... A recipe for Hitler to be successful. Oh my goodness! It's really scary. I mean, I've done it. I've been there, done that, and because yeah. you know, out of medical interest, sure. I'm now concerned that that information is out there. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I literally stopped in my tracks when I read the whole thing. Disclaimer: the whole disclaimer, yeah. and the whole you know, I'm all about informed consent. Yes, right, right. And when I got to the part of, oh, will you reserve the right to do this with your slut? Oh, I just stopped okay. right there, and I said, I'm not that no, interested. See, what I am uh, in favor of is that masking individual names, that they can learn a lot and they can make a lot of progress. Sure. So that they don't say... I was all is, in for that. This is Layla Mutin, you know. No, they can say I, that we have information that people with a certain gene are more predisposed to yeah. this or that or the other yeah. thing. That, I think, is great. And by the way, those companies... You think they make your money when you send in your like $99 or something for your profile? They sell that information. They sell the That's data. how they monetize. Yeah, it's all about to data mining. research organizations. Yes. They have vast amounts of yeah. information. Yeah. I mean, you wonder why you get certain emails of people reaching up. <laughs> how, what in the world, unless my phone is listening to me, which it probably is if you use the G word, you know, it's, it's that kind that's, of a thing. That's why I you criticized uh, Dr. Oz when he, he did some of these health questionnaires and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was like very, it's like, you know, is the, you know, are you considered yourself in good health or are you considered yourself? Do you have this medical condition? Do you have that? You know, like get a complete, you know, you know. Yeah. And then that information gets sold to pharmaceutical companies so they can market drugs to you. You know, yeah. it's, it's one thing if you get like, 
uh, ads for certain jeans, you know, mm-hmm. J-E-A-N-S, or yeah. like, you know, certain, Pants. you know, hiking boots or something, right. or yeah. for me, it's bicycles, you know, and bicycle gear. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you get like medical pitches because they know what your medical conditions are, yeah. that means that your data has been compromised. Yeah. Or you've willingly submitted data to a place that aggregates data for advertising yes. purposes. Yes. It's scary. Yeah, and that's what's happening. People get paid good money, good salaries to do all of that data collection, data mining. Data is gold. It is. It's gold. It's, it is. You can monetize data. Yeah. yeah. Time for one more question if there's a shorty. shorty. There is not a short one, and honestly, I want to spend time on this next one, okay, which is so interesting. Well, give us a preview for of what next, we'll talk about next week. week. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. My son is turning nine in two weeks, and his armpits smell. Well, that could trigger an entire. Yes, long that's discourse. why I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go way past our time if we get into it now, right? So. We'll wait till next week. Have you tried old... There's a teaser for you. Old Spice, have you tried? <laughs> He's nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Very interesting question. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways we can go on that question. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's a... It's tough being a parent. Yeah, it is. It's like smelling your nine-year-old's armpits. Yeah. Oh, man. You, he was just a little toddler, and now you can smell his pits. Right. Used to be his diaper, now it's his pits. <laughs> <laughs> He's grown up too fast. Yeah. All right. Um, I wish you could put him in the in the shrink machine. All right. When okay. we return, hopefully you'll all uh, survive the uh, Halloween hijinks, uh, and we'll be back again next week. Uh, the place to go. Questions at drhoffman.net for questions. Uh, to remind you, if you're uh, interested in supplements, uh, you can shop literally hundreds, perhaps thousands, of my curated vetted supplements in my Fullscript dispensary. You can find it at drhoffmanstore.com. You'll get uh, fast, uh, free shipping, and uh, you can find some of the things that we talk about here that are very hard to find. And yeah. you can also be assured of product quality, and mm-hmm. you know, they haven't been sitting around on uh, dusty warehouse <laughs> shelves for months and years by the time you get them. They turn over the products. Real fast, and uh, they do adhere to expiration dates. All right, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. 
If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.